0: Hello market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing, short, snappy, no BS, 10 minute daily updates about the crypto markets, delivered to you by me, Kim. Huge crypto conspiracies have been exposed, serious allegations have been made, and there's even leaked video footage to support some of these allegations. This changes pretty much everything we know about the cryptocurrency markets. At the end of today's call, I'm going to tell you what these allegations are. I'm going to explain how they've impacted the crypto market so far. And I'm going to explain how they're going to impact the crypto markets in the future. The allegation is regarding a specific major altcoin that most people have some exposure to. So make sure to stick around until the end of the call. This is unprecedented and never seen before things in the crypto markets that every single investor, holder, trader should definitely know about. Before we get to the end of the call, there's a few things we're going to do. We're going to start by looking at the BTC, ETH and altcoin charts. BTC has been on a whirlwind weekend, so we're going to make sure we're up to speed on exactly what's going on there. With the Ethereum merge drawing closer as well, it is of course very important to make sure we're up to speed on the Ethereum charts. Once we've done this, we're going to look at the top three headlines in the news today. Then at the end, we're going to go into this huge conspiracy that's broken and what it means for everyone in the crypto markets. Compared to the action we saw on the weekend and yesterday, BTC is fighting back. The largest cryptocurrency by market capitalization was recently trading at around 20k. BTC's resilience offers a sliver of reinforcement for investors who thought the crypto's plunge to about 19k was a precursor to a bigger drop stemming from Fed Chair Jerome Powell's view to continue the US central bank's monetary hawkishness. On Friday at the Jackson Hall Economic Symposium, Jerome Powell gave his long-awaited speech to the markets. A lot of investors with positions in risk on assets like tech stocks, like cryptocurrency markets, Bitcoin, Ethereum, etc. were hoping that Jerome Powell would come in with dovish statements. In other words, statements that suggest that he is going to pursue lower interest rates or at least stop hiking them as aggressively as he had been. It came through with the exact opposite, about as hawkish as you can possibly get, literally telling people to prepare for pain. That is why the cryptocurrency markets dipped on Friday, they dipped on the weekend, and it is good news to see a bit of recovery today. It could have been a whole different story given how extreme Jerome Powell's comments were on Friday. Too soon to celebrate and what we will really need to get our comfort back, in terms of Bitcoin is good data on the coming Friday. This coming Friday is gonna be the first Friday of September which is importantly when the US delivers a whole host of different economic data specifically surrounding the labor markets. The most important of which, the most impactful of which is the non-farm payrolls. What we wanna see for employment data is weak results or weaker than expected results. Weaker results, in other words, signs that the economy is not rapidly growing, would be a clear indication that the sharp increase in rates is having the desired effect on the economy and it is slowing down. If it looks like what the Fed has pursued so far is working, which might be revealed on Friday through weaker economic results in the employment sector, we may be more inclined to see the Fed then increase interest rates by 50 basis points at the next FOMC meeting in September, rather than 75 basis points. Remember, with the FOMC meeting coming up in September, what we really want to see is that the interest rate hike is 50 basis points. Anyone who has a position in the cryptocurrency markets would favor this result. Right now, if you open up the CME Group Market Watch tool, you'll see that the odds are very much in favor of the 75 basis point hike, which is more aggressive, which is not what we want, but Friday's data could change this and it could increase positive prospects for the cryptocurrency market. So it will be a very important data point to watch for the BTC charts. It has been a good day for Ethereum as well. If you open up the one day chart, you can see that Ether has returned to its pattern of outperforming Bitcoin. The second largest crypto by market cap has been rising more sharply than BTC over the past couple of months as the Ethereum blockchain nears the merge which will change the protocol from proof of work to more energy efficient proof of stake and there's been a lot of enthusiasm and excitement regarding this event. In terms of the altcoin markets, the most funky altcoin, the one that's made the biggest moves in the markets, is exactly the altcoin that we're going to discuss at the end of today's call. So we will come back to that later. For now, let's move on to the top three headlines in the crypto news today. The Ethereum scaling solution Arbitrum is set to undergo one of its most significant upgrades on Wednesday, tomorrow, set to increase transaction throughput slash transaction fees and simplify cross-chain communications between Arbitrum and Ethereum. Referred to as the Nitro upgrade, Arbitrum reconfirmed the date of the upgrade in a Twitter post on August 29th, confirming that the upgrade will take effect on October 31st at 10.30am Eastern Time, while noting a 2-4 to hours of network downtime period is to be expected. Arbitrum is an Ethereum layer two scaling solution that utilizes optimistic rollup technology to bundle large batches of transactions off chain from Ethereum smart contracts and decentralized applications before submitting it to Ethereum. An exciting update here for anyone involved in the Arbitrum community, ecosystem, anyone who's interested in layer twos and indeed anyone who is interested in Ethereum and its wider prospects. Time for the next top headline. Binance has marked its presence among the Middle East investors by running various licensed operations in Abu Dhabi, Dubai and other regions. Targeting efforts in United Arab Emirates' mainstream corporate sector, Binance partnered with business lender Virtuzone, allowing new entrepreneurs to repay loans using cryptocurrencies. VirtuZone joins the list of mainstream businesses in the UAE, such as JA Resorts and Hotels and Majid Al-Fitame, to officially accept cryptocurrencies after integrating Binance Pay into its payment gateway. In addition, by providing businesses the option to repay seed and other forms of funding through cryptocurrencies, the company intends to reduce barriers to entrepreneurship and support the startup communities. Another positive development for the cryptocurrency markets here. Our next top headline takes a look at positive news in the DeFi ecosystem until we go into that breaking story, that huge crypto leak, that conspiracy exposition. Polkadot parachain Moonbeam has integrated cross-chain messaging protocol Layer 0 to facilitate Web3 interoperability. Moonbeam, a layer 1 blockchain protocol with 9.6 million lifetime transactions according to Etherscan, already uses the Polkadot ecosystem's internal messaging service XCM. Derek Yu, the CEO of PureStake, the development team behind Moonbeam, told Coindesk that its integration of Leo Zero, which raised $6 million in Series A rounds in September, will offer a broading messaging service across various chains such as Ethereum, BNB Chain, Polygon, and others. Yu said this will encourage builders to deploy their applications on Moonbeam. Developing Web3 interoperability via cross-chain messaging has been a growing trend. Last week, three Solana-based projects joined forces to create the OpenChat Alliance, establishing a standard for messaging between protocols. In May, Web3 data platform CyberConnect raised $15 million in Series A funding to take users' social information between protocols. So a positive update for DeFi, Moonbeam, cross-chain messaging. But one other point that I just wanted to make on this headline in particular is... When it's a bull market or conditions are more bullish in general, it's very easy to see projects grow, develop, thrive, raise money. Right now, in more bearish market conditions, in more crabbish market conditions, that is when it is really difficult to build, grow, expand. There's a lot less conviction in the market, so you can see how strong a project must be to do well in these kind of market conditions. Look out for projects that do well when market conditions are more bearish. These are the ones that have stronger intrinsic value behind them. It is finally time for the big reveal. Avalanche rose more than 5% today, regaining ground, it lost, after a self-described whistleblower website on Sunday accused Avalabs, the company behind Avalanche Layer 1 blockchain, of paying lawyers to hurt competitors and keep regulators at bay. CryptoLeaks is a website aiming to become a safe haven for whistleblowers in the crypto industry. A whistleblower tends to be someone who has and reports insider knowledge of fraudulent or illegal activities and because of their action because of this information that they're providing they often tend to be protected from retaliation. A few days ago CryptoLeaks published allegations that Avalabs is colluding with a law firm to attack Avax competitors using litigation to hinder their technical productivity. The law firm with whom they are accused of having a secret pact is Roche Friedman. Roche Friedman is led by Kyle Roche, a founding partner, who has previously sued Binance, Solana and Definity Foundation. A series of videos have been leaked on the website, which show Roche claiming to be very close to the Ava Labs team. He also claims to have been given one third of what one of the co-founders received in Ava tokens for this litigation agreement. Roche doesn't seem aware that he is being recorded, but is more than likely trying to sell his special insider knowledge and skill set to the interviewer. The interviewer appears to be the whistleblower, but the blog doesn't mention whether or not this is the case. These videos have been trending across crypto Twitter, and they quite literally show a recording of the claims being made that it is true that this is exactly what Roche Friedman was doing for Avalanche. So, These are the allegations and has there been a response from the party being accused? There has indeed. On Monday, Avalab CEO Emin Gunsira denied the company has been involved in any behind the scenes smear campaigns. A very strong response indeed. How could anyone believe something so ridiculous as the conspiracy theory nonsense on crypto leaks? We would never engage in the unlawful, unethical, and just plain wrong behavior claimed in the self-serving videos and inflammatory article. Our tech and team speak for themselves. Is there cause to distrust crypto leaks then? Well, not everyone in the cryptocurrency appears to trust the crypto leaks report. In fact, Andrew Furman, a content lead at blockchain's analytic firm, Nansen, claimed that the outlet is funded by internet computer notably Roche, Friedman, last year, filed a class action lawsuit against Affinity, the company behind Internet Computer. So, who are we to believe? And what does it mean for the cryptocurrency markets and Avalanche? Avalanche took a initial hit when this news and rumors were circulating and it has recovered some ground today. Looking to the future, at the moment, it is still a bit of a case of he said, she said. For something more decisive to happen we will probably need a bit more proof that fraudulent or illegal activities were conducted. Now if this does prove to be true the consequences can't be understated. These lawsuits would not only limit the competitiveness of the targeted blockchains but would grant access to confidential and insider information to the legal team leading the suit. If the allegations are proven to be true, this could definitely be bad news for the Avalanche blockchain and ironically, the allegations alone stand to put them in the crosshairs of the SEC and other regulators. This is a live and updating story. We will be on the lookout here at Market Meditations for any proof or facts that come in to justify and validate these claims. We'll also be on the lookout for the employment data that's coming up on Friday and every other event that may happen in the cryptocurrency markets in the lead up to these events. I put five or six hours every morning into these calls so that all you have to do is tune in for 10 minutes for free and get up to speed with everything you need to know in the crypto markets. Thank you very much and we'll chat again tomorrow.